Hello and welcome to Inspire Me Today Radio. I'm your host, Gail Lynn Goodwin. When I look back at my life so far, I think that my teenage years were probably the most difficult. I think it's difficult to have all that energy without the knowledge of how and where to channel it. Can you imagine how different your life would be today if you'd had personal development skills? How about the ones you have now in your life? What would your life look like if you knew then what you know now? How amazing would it be if schools actually taught self-growth curriculum in every school? This is a vision of today's guest. She's an educational transformation expert and a youth empowerment coach. She's also a former high school teacher who cares about the well-being of every child. Her name is Julie Kleinhans, and she's here to share that vision with us. Julie, I am so honored to welcome you to InspireMeTodayRadio.com. Hi, Gail. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I love your vision. Love, love, love your vision. I have often felt that, that, you know, the same thing, that how powerful would it be to know then what we know now? Wow, it's a big vision. But before we jump into that, I want you to go back, share your story. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to be the amazing woman you are. Yeah, well, it's a culmination of many things that happened in my life. And as I look back on it and how I got to this place, it really all starts from childhood, as everything does. And I remember being a very young child and very supported by my parents in my uniqueness. Mm -hmm. I had an imaginary friend. uh, Her name was Marunzo. And now I know that those were my spirit guides playing with me. And I just loved who I was. Then fast forward to kindergarten and somewhere in elementary school, I stopped loving myself. I learned to look outside of myself for, for confirmation of who I was and whether I was doing the right thing, whether I was um, being accepted by my teachers, my peers. I learned to do what was being asked of me rather than to shine my uniqueness and I conformed and as I got to the teenage years it became worse I didn't have any self-esteem it was all about who who other people wanted me to be sure what they wanted me to do yeah Uh, (laughs) what the teachers expected of me I think you're singing the story of all of us I mean it's all about whatever especially at those teenage formative years it's all about how cool you are and what everyone else thinks about you or what you think everyone else thinks about you. Yeah, very common probably for every person on the planet. We, we all think it's we're the only ones at that age. Nobody understands me. I'm unique. I'm different. And what's wrong with me? And that's what starts to happen in our teenage years. But just about every person goes through that to some degree, you know, some more than others, sure. depending on the support system they have at home and, and with their teachers. And so I grew up thinking that I had nothing to offer the world. I identified myself with, with the grades that, that I had on my report card, on my tests. And I was a fairly intelligent student. I was, you know, a B student. And when it came time to go away to college, I didn't know what to do, and I didn't have the support in my school to find what I wanted to do. And I just resigned to 
being uh, average. I'm going to have an average life. There's no one around me doing anything pretty special. So I'm going to go to community college and see what happens there. And then sometime around uh, 19 years of age, well, 18 years of age after my first year in community college, I just wanted out. I I wanted out of my town. There was nothing going on. The people I was hanging out with were... You're singing the song of 99% of the youth in America. (laughs) Yeah, I just really wanted out of my town. And the people I was hanging out with, the um, boys I was choosing to date, were just not positive influences whatsoever. The friends that I had were not not really um, validating of who I was on the inside. So I decided, you know what, I'm going away to college. I don't know why at that point something inside of me was stirring and I listened to that message. Mm-hmm. And that was when I met some really great friends and actually the love of my life, who is my husband today. I met him when I was 20 years old. Awesome. And yeah, I was going, I, I just went for business. I thought, okay, from high school, I I remember taking a lot of business education classes, and I did well, so I could do that. So I went for business, but I really didn't resonate much with what I was learning in college, but I resonated with the experience. Of course, as as my friends. You're normal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah, it's very much so. So, how did you get from there? You then went into teaching? Yeah, so I I, um, had a very spiritual experience when I studied abroad in um, my last semester of college. I studied abroad in Belize. It was an amazing experience that I recognized many years later as opening me up spiritually. I visited um, the Mayan ruins often when I was there, and I found myself. And when I graduated from college, when I came back from Belize, I thought, you know what, because I, I live on Long Island, New York, um, and my plan was to, as a business education major, go into New York City, get a job in some form of business, but when I graduated, I thought, this just does not sing to my heart, and my husband was just graduated, and he was a teacher, and I thought, you know what, something inside me wants to help, something inside me really wants to do something more rewarding, and I thought, why not help? teenagers. Why not be an education major? So I went back to school to become a business education teacher. That was the quickest route for me to become a teacher. And I then started uh, right away. I, I did my student teaching and I became a teacher. And that's when I really learned about what what I'm doing today and my vision about bringing self-growth to, to all the schools. It's awesome that you can look back at the difficult times that you had as a, as a youth, as a teen, and bring a solution rather than just complaining about it. I mean, you're looking Mm -hmm. to bring up, you know, your vision is bringing a solution to these kids, and I really applaud you for that. Now, tell us a little bit about that vision. Well, as as a teacher, I very quickly realized that there are things in in school that are not in alignment with with our children and their needs. Mm -hmm. Because the majority of kids were saying how much they hated school, how much of a struggle it is for them. And and not only the kids that fail in school or just get by, I'm talking about all the kids, the kids like I was, a a B student that just had 
uh, problems with their self-image, even the kids that were getting A's, but they were performing for someone else, sure. and their stress and anxiety. There's, it is, this ease is so prevalent amongst our young people, disease physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Well, they not, try and fit in. They're not and, following their passion. They're not. They're conforming to outer authorities, teachers, peers, the media, even parents. And, and because of that, we learn to tune out our inner voice at a very young age. And when this happens, we learn to devalue ourselves. And this creates distance in our relationship with, with our inner being from our, our physical perspective. Mm-hmm. So we, we begin to forget that intimate relationship with our higher self that we're so very connected to when we came into this world. And that's when I realized, wow, when, when I was a, a young child before I entered school, I loved myself. I thought I was amazing, which I truly am. But going into the system of sure. education to conform, that knocked that right out of me. Well, and I began sad. to ignore myself. It's kind of sad to think that you were smarter at five than you were at 15. Yeah, really. Do you know what I mean? Really. And, and the very sad and heartbreaking um, experience that, that I witnessed as a teacher for... Um, over 10 years was the overwhelming amount of kids that were suffering and turning to drugs. And I don't know if many people are aware how serious this problem is. We have a society, especially in America, where we fix problems by popping pills. It's the easiest way to to solve our issues because we don't have to look at things. But we all know that if we don't look at the real root of the issue, it's going to in some way, shape, or form manifest in our life eventually. And these kids grow up on pills, whether they start at, um, you know, early education being uh, medicated for ADD, ADHD, whatever it is, or depression. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it's just the kids. I think it's our entire society. Turn on any TV and watch 30 minutes of commercials, and it's one after the next of ask your doctor if you need this, ask your doctor if you need that. And it's like, seriously, I would long for a day that you could actually, you know, ban those ads the same as you banned smoking ads years ago. How amazing would that be to not have this in your face every day that you need this, you need this, which just takes empowerment and flushes it down the toilet. Because you're giving right. your you're giving all that power over to some guy who says, "Oh, I'm going to make money if I sell this to you." You know what, Julie? You need this. Yeah. And and our well, kids. This is what's our, wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, our kids. Exactly. Not what's right, and not what we can work with, and not creating some sort of homeostasis and healthy body. You know, independent from this, you need this. And our kids grow up with people taking handfuls of prescriptions for one thing or another. No wonder they're medicating the way they're medicating. It's what they've been taught. Right, right. It always cracks me up when I see these commercials that you may be taking this pill to to combat your depression, but that might not be enough. So take this pill on top of it to help with that pill. I'm like, there's pills for pills that you're taking. Yeah, the part part that gets me is the... The side effects, it's called how quickly can you say things that you have to legally, you know, disclose. Right. And the side effects may include da 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 And these things are, like, horrific in themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and grow up anyway, on those pills, exactly. And, and then they think it's normal, and they take these pills at 15 years old. So you know, tell me, these um, Percocets, these Oxycontins, and yeah, they become addicted. And there's a big problem in on Long Island, very big. And I know it's it's um, in the country with heroin addiction because they they become addicted to these pills, and they they self medicate. They can't afford these pills any longer, the, the Percocets, the Oxycontins, and all of that. And now they're on heroin. And unfortunately, um, in the community that I taught at, taught in, um, there have been in the past five, six years, I lost count, over 20 kids that have died through uh, suicide, overdoses, Ugh. accidents. That's heartbreaking. That's huge. That's that's like monumental huge. How can that not be the front page of, you know, Time Magazine? Yeah. Our our officers, our uh, police officers are now walking around with, I don't know what what you call it, the... um, the injection to the, when um, the EpiPen version, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they have my. to walk around with that because they're getting so many calls of heroin overdoses. So, looking at that, I just thought, you know, my soul was calling me to do something about this. How can knowing what I know, how can I not bring attention to this to bring the real stuff? into the schools. This is what our kids need. And I believe that we all have a purpose. So those kids that, that chose to come here and be the manifestation of, of these challenges with drug addictions, mm-hmm. um, by taking their life, I believe they came here to show us what our society is doing and what our society is creating. Those are some very brave souls that came here so that we can look at that and say, okay, let's, let's really look at what our kids are saying they need and how can we do this. And so, so in listening to my voice, my soul, that's why I put together what I, I, um, my tell, vision. Tell me about this vision. Are you actually implementing this now in any of the schools? What I mean, I, I want to hear, I want to hear that you're in there reaching these kids right now, that you're teaching these skills to them, and that the problem is being eradicated. Well, what, what I decided to do, because in, um, in teaching, while I was going through this and, and seeing all these issues with the kids, I decided, you know what, um, I wanted, my soul wanted me to do something on a large scale, not just in this school, because it needs to be taken to... The, the whole entire country, the whole entire world. So I, I became a life coach, uh, a certified uh, law of attraction coach, because in my own struggles and, and during the time I was teaching, when my dad passed away, it just connected me more to to spirit. And I was practicing these these teachings my last year of teaching with kids, and they were saying to me, "Why isn't this stuff taught in school? We love this. We need to learn more about this." And it was proof to me, okay, let's let's bring this in a bigger way. But what I learned, and this is the big thing, and this is my my call to all parents and teachers, really the parents, that inside the school as a teacher, I couldn't do it because I had to teach what I was being paid to teach as far as the curriculum. And sure. I was limited in that way. So I thought this is why I have to leave and put together something that brings the best minds out there that know this information, bring it to the attention of parents so they can hear this information and collectively 
come together and go to their board of education, go to their school districts, go to the administrators, the PTAs, and say, hey, this is amazing work here. This is what we want our kids to learn. This program needs to be implemented in our community. That's what came to me because I couldn't do it myself on the inside. We can't do so, anything alone. Absolutely. Well, where are you in the process? Where are you in the process, Julie? And more importantly, how can we help you? So I am putting together an, an event called Successful Kids Revolution, ensuring success for every child in our homes and in our schools. And I'm bringing together 25 of the best, experts that have information on everything from bullying, nutrition, communication, relationships, self-love, self-esteem, personal empowerment, focus, concentration, uh, organization skills, ADD, ADHD, money, finances, and wealth. What, what does it mean to truly live life successfully and, and in prosperity and in abundance? how to use visualization and imagery and how that helps kids and the power of meditation, how to tap into your child's creativity, how to use mindfulness and behavior problems, limiting beliefs, spiritually gifted children. I mean, the topics are endless and they're just so important. And I'm bringing together the best experts that are going to present these these issues and the solutions and we're asking for parents to come together because really there's never been more a more important time in our world for us to come together rather than blaming each other in in the schools and our teachers to come together and say hey for our kids let's bring this information into our schools and when when the parents hear the wonderful information that all of our speakers are presenting they're going to feel inspired to go with creating these form letters where parents can easily access them, download them, so it's all done for them, and they just have to fill in the name of of the the administrator sure. and the school board, and then they can put them on Facebook so that their friends can go to the school board and say, hey, we want this program in our schools. And that's why this is a movement. It's more than just a summit. And interviews, it's a movement that that I really want to create at the soul level. Goosebumps. Well, good luck with it. Let us know how we can help. It's something that is so needed. And I'd like to think that 30 years from now, we won't have these problems anymore because it will have shifted. That generation will have been educated and it would then be commonplace in our grandchildren's schools. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the vision I hold. And I look at it as if you know, us in the personal development field, we it's a multi-billion dollar industry and there's people in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond dealing with issues that stem from childhood. Let's just go to the source. Yeah, <laughs> That's how well, I feel. isn't that what, I mean, that's all the, you know, the brunt of all the jokes, of all the therapy jokes of, let's talk about when you were five. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. It's like, let's just go back mm-hmm. and fix it when you're five and then you don't have to talk about it. Wow, you're going to put an entire industry out of business. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Like <laughs> I know. No, absolutely. Well, well you know, Julie, more growth. So exactly. Even when we get to that level, we're going to be at a higher level, bringing even more love and 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 um, enlightenment. Well, you know, for some some of our listeners, I'm sure, are scratching their heads, going, "Well, 
this woman really doesn't have a lot in common with me. You know, she's this amazing ex-teacher, you know, former teacher, and now she's bringing this movement to the world and she's a pretty powerful woman and on and on and on. But that's not like me because I have problems in life and I don't know how I'm going to pay the mortgage or the rent and I don't know how I'm going to feed the kids and I don't know how I'm going to pay for their college. And you know what I mean? We There are many <laughs> yep. people that have that fearful mentality, I guess is the easiest way to put it, that fear in their consciousness. So I want to ask you the question, share with us, I'm assuming that you are human and that you too have had these struggles to overcome adversity in your life. So talk to us a little bit about those challenges, how you overcame them, and specifically, what do you do today in your life when that fear in the gut pops up for you? Oh, yeah, I have them just like everyone. And even in putting this event together, this is a big event, and it's taking a lot, <laughs> a lot from me. And I really have to look within and know I have what it takes, and I can do this. And th this is very interesting, what was triggered in me as I'm putting this together, I started having nightmares. And I really don't get nightmares that often. Nightmares where I was being screamed at you're gonna make a mistake people yelling at me waking huh. up trembling that I'm gonna make a mistake in, in doing this and I realized that was triggered from my education the fear of making a mistake yeah we just, teach kids that making mistakes is, is bad and we don't want to do that just go back to that five-year-old and let her un or let her unveil this whole thing she'll put it together just magnificently Right, right. And so I, I realized that, okay, is this the truth? And for me, it, it's about making my passion more important than the fear, because the fear is an illusion. And with Law of Attraction, just really reading about Law of Attraction and, and taking it to heart that whatever I, I believe and vibrate at, I'm going to create in my life, it really helps me to affirm what I want, to focus on what I want, no matter what fear shows up, deal with that, talk to that, that little child and say, you know what, it's going to be okay. I'm not going to be tossed out on the street. Sure. I'm not going to um, lose my home no matter what happens. There are many people that love me no matter what. We, we think we aren't supported. That's a belief that many of us have, that the universe doesn't support us, that our friends and family, but when it comes down to it, and what I learned through losing um, my father to death um, and going through cancer and many friends after that, I learned that people love. People come to support you no matter what. So when it comes down to it, you're safe. So when that fear shows up, just think about how many people truly do care and love you and support you and will be there in your time of need. And when you know you have that, you can now feel safe in the world. And, mm. and then you can, you know, okay. the, the fear of money is going to go away. You're so right. I want to read something to you. Actually, you wrote this. And this was a section from your Today's Brilliance and from the quote that you gave us. And I'd like to read it and then have you talk about this, okay? Sure. So what you wrote was, Trust yourself. Trust your heart's desire, no matter what you have learned in school through family or friends or society. If it doesn't feel right for you, it's not your path. As you trust your inner teacher, the universe will line all things up to show you that you are living in truth, your truth. 
I couldn't agree with you more. But talk to us about that. Again, it comes back to conformity, conforming to outer authorities and what we learn, and that's why we struggle, because it's not a reflection of our truth. And when all of life, I truly believe that we come here to form the most intimate relationship in our lives, and that's with who we are on, on the inner plane, our soul. And when we come into alignment with what our soul is, is telling us, we always know that through how we feel, mm-hmm. how our heart sings to us. And when we feel great and we get these, these inspirations, these dreams and these passions, when we align with that and stay in that, that passion, that's when we're going to see the universe say, yes, that's your path. You're hearing your heart. Good job. That's what you came here to do. Here you go, my child. Great work. That's who we want you to be, not what everything out there tells us to be, the, the silly media and image and, and, and the authorities. And it's the truth, and, and I see it every day. I have my struggles, but I remind myself, oh, yeah, that's not who I am. That's just silliness talking, and be easy with it. And you know, and, the funny and, and thing, joke with it. <laughs> joke the, with it. And the funny thing in my life, Julie, is I'm, I'm certain I'm older than you. I'll be 55 this October. And as I look back at what could be construed as my screw-ups in life, as the mistakes in life, as the place that I stepped off the path and took a wrong turn, when I look back at those kind of things now in retrospect, every single time that something icky happened in my life, it's because I gave away my inner power to listen to somebody else and went a different direction. And I'm not I'm not putting blame. I'm saying... I stepped aside from my path to follow someone Mm -hmm. else's or to do what I was told by someone else, you know, whether it was a business partner or a mentor or whatever, Mm -hmm. rather than listening to that voice inside that was screaming, no, you can do this, stay this course. And it was like, well, maybe I should go. These are the wise people that are telling me the the way (laughs) I should go. I should really listen to them and did something that was, you know, a monumental screw up. And now I I look back and I laugh and I think, obviously, everything happened at the right time. It all happened in perfection. It all had a blessing, no matter how bad the adversity may have been at the time. I can laugh at it now. But I think the lesson for me is you were given that inner voice for a reason. Listen to it. It loves you above all else. It will never, ever steer you wrong. And so when you said here, trust your heart's desire, trust yourself, that probably, that could have been your entire today's brilliance. I mean, seriously, that is, if you get that down, you got the world licked. I mean, you've, you've got any challenge, any adversity, any mountain that pops up in front of you, you can walk right over it if you trust yourself because that innate inner guidance is within each and every one of us. Right. That's so true. It's so taught our kids that, oh, wow, what a heaven on earth. Well, now we would think have about on that. Earth in twenty years, <laughs> but but think about that. Most parents would not want to say, "Oh, honey, you know what? You don't have to be in by ten. Trust yourself. You'll know what to do." Most parents would not give up that authority, right? Because it's of kind of fear. well, it's kind of counterintuitive. You can't tell your child, "I'm the parent. You need to be home by ten o'clock. That's your curfew." But I want you to trust yourself. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of right. like, wait a minute. So there has to be a balance, I'm sure, 
And that's, you know, we've got some great parenting experts here on Inspire Me today um, that that have this all figured out, that have a way to bring this. And, you know, you obviously are one of them that can help us bring this information to our kids just to know that they don't have to look outside of themselves for answers. Right. Because most of us don't discover that to our late 20s or 30s if we're lucky. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I I discovered that kids want and need boundaries, not authority and rules. Yes. Boundaries. Yes. Because boundaries are very important in life for all of us. If we don't understand and respect boundaries, that's when we we have those lessons where we're like, ouch, <laughs> you know, because we, we, we need to know consequences. So when we talk to our children and teens in a way that honors what they think and how they feel about things, but explain to them the reason for the boundaries, then they're more likely to to follow your wisdom and of guidance course. as a parent and teacher rather than feel like you're you're squashing and stepping on them exactly. and um, disrespecting them. Well, I think well, you just hit on one of the keys for me as a child. I was always asking why. I was always curious, and it didn't matter to me what the rule was. I wanted to understand where the rule came from and the logic behind it. Mm-hmm. And if I could understand, oh, you want me to be home because da 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 da. All right, that makes sense. Okay, no problem whatsoever. Then I'm ninety nine percent more likely to abide by it if I understand not what the consequences are if I don't, but if I understand why you want me to do that. Then it makes exactly. sense, you know. And yes. that to me is respect. If we respect mm-hmm. our kids and treat them as adults, you know, treat them as what we how we want them to show up. I find that that's how they do show up. Absolutely. And that's really exciting. Well, Julie, you inspire so many people. Who or what inspires you? Oh, my my spirit guides inspire me all the time. I connect to, to my guides to to be my support team. Um, my mentors that have taught me to to find my own inner wisdom. My my very first mentor, Christy Whitman, who who um, taught Christy. me how to be. She's amazing. <laughs> she's just she is in such integrity. She has such a big heart. She oh god, I could go on and on about about Christy and what she's taught me. But um, the one thing that she taught me and, and all the coaches that are in her academy is that coach your clients to find their own inner wisdom. Don't tell them what to do. We're connecting them back to their inner wisdom because by doing that, you empower people. Of course, and you spread the wisdom. Right, right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, do you have specific things that you do each and every day as part of your regular routine that kind of keep you on track? Yeah, uh, yoga. I love yoga. Meditation is important, and even when I find that I'm very busy, which I am now (laughs) with this event, um, I make sure that even if it's for 10 minutes, I I close my eyes and connect with spirit, with with my inner being, journaling and writing down my feelings when, um, like you mentioned, hey, we're human and we all have our challenge challenges and when mm-hmm. stuff comes up and I'm like, what is this? I just get it out on paper and journal it and then I feel so much better. I need that point of release. 
and I make sure I laugh. <laughs> laughing and, and kids need to laugh. That's why they don't like school. If you can't, if they can't laugh in school, <laughs> it's boring to them. And that's what what kids always loved about me. I always um, saw the humor and things and made it fun. So, laughing. Remember to not take myself or life too seriously, and um, make sure I have time to play. So balance. Getting out there with with my friends, my dog, my husband and connecting with nature, all of those things I try to implement in my daily life, no matter what's going on. Excellent. I'm sitting here smiling, looking out on this beautiful vista across this lake that I'm living on right now. And I'm staying Mm -hmm. at a a friend's place for a month on Swan Lake. I mean, how pretty does that even just sound, right? In northwestern (laughs) Montana. And it is just glorious this morning. And it's one of those things that for me, Ever since I was a little child, I connect through nature. That's mm-hmm. how I talk to God. It's that, uh, you know, I feel so insignificant and so super significant at the same time. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So small Absolutely. and so small and so big. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's a pretty good thing. Well, Julie, I'm so grateful that you joined us today and for the insights that you've already shared with our listeners today. My next question for you is, if you were to summarize your greatest wisdom, what have you learned so far that you'd want to pass on to others right here, right now? Trust yourself and love yourself. You came here for a reason, and we all matter. We all matter, and that's why we're here. Mm, I'm letting that just soak in. Trust yourself, you matter. And to those that are listening right now, Julie, and that are saying, but I don't matter. I don't matter. And how do I trust myself? What what advice do you give them? How does someone start to trust that inner voice when it's gotten me into this big mess that I'm in already? Find the support you need. There's so many people out there, amazing coaches, mentors, spiritual teachers that will be there for you <clears throat> to teach you and guide you the way. They won't tell you. If you you find someone that's telling you how to do it, then that's not the right person, but somebody that can find the light in you. And I believe that um, that's why I've been so successful in working with youth. No matter, I've, I've coached kids that had the biggest challenges in their life, and because I was able to see the light within them, it meant the world for them. And and it changed their life. So if you're an adult and you're going through struggles, find someone that that can support you to find the light in you. And they're going to be a very powerful influence in your life to to bring that light out. Mm, I can't imagine any greater gift than someone else showing you that the spark you're looking for exists inside of you. Yeah. Because then you can do anything. And then you can take your spark and go help others light theirs. And that's, exactly. that's where it really gets exciting. Well, Julie, I really sincerely wish you the best with the summit, with the project. It is, it is something that I wholeheartedly support and will help in any way. So you let me know how Inspire Me Today can assist you with that. And again, thank you for being with us today, mm-hmm. for sharing your brilliance with us, for sharing your inspiration. I, I greatly appreciate you taking the time. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Gail, for having me. Absolutely. And to our lumina- or to our listeners, you can find out more about today's luminary, you know, just by going back to inspiremetoday.com. 
click on the tab that says Browse Luminaries, and there you'll find, just put in Julie Kleinhans, and it's K-L-E-I-N-H-A-N-S, or you can just cheat and put in Julie, and it'll bring up all the Julies. And there you'll find Julie's written inspiration as well as her bio profile, other information, and we'll make certain we put links to what Julie's up to and keep those current for you too so that you can pop in anytime and see what else she's got going on. And so to our listeners, again, thank you for spending part of your day with us as well. Come on back again next week. We'll bring you inspiration from another incredible luminary. And until then, remember, it's only when you have the courage to step off the ledge that you'll realize you've had wings all along. We love you. We're here for you. We'll see you tomorrow. And thanks again for stopping by.